What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bench Chatter, the common man's NBA podcast. I'm your host, Colin, here with my co-host, Noah. And Noah, free agency has happened. It is upon us, and it's frankly been pretty wild. Very juicy, Colin. Uh, those first two days, it seems like every five seconds, I was getting a Woj notification on my phone about who signed where. I couldn't put the phone down. Yeah, all right, so like, let's address that first. Like, we're Woj guys on this podcast. Yeah, totally. Yeah, fuck Shams. Fuck Shams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, like, what? I want my news four seconds later, like 90% <laughs> accurate. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, pal. <laughs> Not here, buddy, all right? I'm a, I'm a Woj guy. I like the ESPN. Also, I, I like Shams. I think he's a good guy, but I watched him, like, live. Like, he, like came into, like, this, like, random, like, Twitter show, he was not good in front of the mic. Like, at all. I couldn't even tell you what Shams looks like. I don't even know. I don't think I've ever seen him talk in person. Dude, you know when he started, he was, like, 23, too? Like, being That's an insider? Wild. It's That's nuts. wild. He said, because he's, like, a Chicago guy, and he said that he just kind of, like, started, at, he started with the Bulls, like, getting, like, a press pass when he was like in high school and then just kind of like kept making connections making connections and then like got to know people and he said his thing was he would just wear a suit everywhere he went so that people thought he was older than he was <laughs> that's good advice. i mean it worked <laughs> so yeah but this is a woge pod so we're woge boys we respect the right. godfather Noah, b- before we get into this, um, free agency this year, a little bit down, so there are definitely some dudes getting paid this year that maybe wouldn't in other more uh, saturated free agent markets, but because of it, you, you know, you see a guy like Evan Fournier signing a, a $72 million contract, and, and this leads into my trivia, Noah, uh, career earnings to date. In, in the history of the NBA, LeBron James has earned more than any other player at $349 million. Who do you think has the second most career earnings in the NBA? And, and just so you know for this figure, like Steph signed that like four-year, $200 million contract. He hasn't earned any of that yet. So like that doesn't count. Like You have to have like made the money already. Who do you think is number two in the, in the history of the NBA? I know this is like a. I actually, I'm cheating a little, Colin. I I remember seeing like a, um, a list of this. I know Chris Paul was top five even before he signed his contract this year, Colin. Um, but I don't think he's number two. It's someone weird. I can't remember. It's not Kobe. It is. I know Kobe's top five, but it's not him. Kobe. I think Kobe's three. Oh, I want to say like. Oh, I know it's. Oh, it's not Shaq. He's probably top five though. He's like sixth. What's the position? Power forward. Power forward, not Timmy D. Spurs would never give him that bag. Mm-mm. No, he didn't want He's it. He's an all-time. He was gonna go. He was gonna go to Goodwill and buy more suits. Like, yeah, you don't need an extra. It's not Dirk. Hundred mil to do that. But it's got to be someone no. in this kind of era. Uh, is it 
Dude, I'm it has to be. Down. You got 20 seconds. Big ticket. KG. It is KG. It wow. is KG. Let's go. Did you cheat? Tell the audience. Did you cheat? No. I mean, once you told me power forward, it has to be an all-time kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, and it has yeah. to be, Did... I've seen him play, basically. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of whack because, like, all That's the massive insane. contracts came, like, because the salary cap, like, rose a shit ton in 2016. And, like, that's when, like, Mike Conley, at one point, like, had signed the biggest contract in the history of the NBA. Because he signed, like, a five-year, $160 million deal. And then, like, since then, contracts have been insane. So it's wow. just crazy to me that KG was, like, that good. That he was, like, always earning at, like, the top of the line for, like, 20 years. He signed a six-year, $123 million extension when he was 21. Isn't that insane? Oh my god. And then had four more contracts after that. Jesus Christ. That guy got paid so well. I know. I mean, he deserved it. He deserved it. And also, it's like, what, Minnesota's just gonna, like, let that guy leave? Yeah, true. I mean, kinda. Uh, eventually, they kinda did, but they didn't <laughs> have a choice. Not by their own accord. All right. Yeah. Alright, well, that is my trivia for you, Noah. Because now guys are getting the bag... Steph Curry just signed a four-year, $216 million extension. Oh. The first NBA player to make $50 million a year. Oh. That's nuts. Oh. But shout-out to Steph. I think this more or less makes him a warrior for life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I mean, basically. I mean, yeah. he's going to play the majority of his career in Golden State. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, couldn't really see him leaving. Does. I hope he's like a lifer at this point. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, why not, you know? Yeah. Like, what? Like, at, like, 38, you're going to go, like, team up with 42-year-old LeBron and just... <laughs> and Bronny. Yeah, and Bronny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, at that point, just retire a warrior. All right, well, that hit the news today. Now, let's get into some of the more actual uh, transactions that happened. Guys switching up teams. Uh, no, we spoke of four teams... Before the pod started, who do you want to start with? Um, you know, I I know one of them you want to talk about, Colin, but I don't think we start off with them. Um, I'm down to start Ooh. with the Miami Heat, Colin. Okay. Probably. Um, all right, well, you, you started. Then you. Started, yeah, I'll just Colin. go through and Let's say. Start. Um, I'll go through and say what they did, Colin. So they signed Kyle Lowry in what is probably going to be a signing trade sending Goran Dragic and Prestes Ochua to the Raptors in exchange for Kyle Lowry. And then the Heat are going to sign him to a three-year, $90 million contract. Um, the Heat also we, acquired P.J. Tucker, a two-year, $15 million contract. And they also got Markeith Morris um, on a vet min one year. Um, more importantly, Colin, they locked up Jimmy Butler for another four years at $184 yeah. million. Dollars. Um, they got their boy back, Duncan Robinson, on a five-year, $90 million contract. Um, mm, that's and they brought... I think it's worth it. I think I think 18's perfect. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. Keep Robinson. reading. Keep reading, asshole. And then Victor Oladipo signed with the Heat today for a to-be-decided deal. Um, we don't know yet. It's probably about men, though, right? Like, maybe a little bit more. They might use, like, their mid-level exception on him, something yeah. like that. Um, and then they got Dwayne Dedman, Gabe Vincent, and Max Struess all back. Um... What do you think about the What do you think about the off season so far, Colin? 
All right. I mean, the Miami Heat have decided to spend some money because, mm-hmm. like, leaving the team was, what, 17, 45 mil, and they just paid, like, four guys pretty big contracts. Well, three guys, really. But the Jimmy deal is massive. I mean, you're putting it, him at, what is that, 184 divided by four? 36. 46. No, it's, what? No, it's 46. Okay, sorry. 184 for four years. Yep, yep. 46 yep, mil yep, a year. Such, yep. That's insane. That's a lot of money for a... Uh... That is... For a guy yeah. you don't think is a superstar, I'm not. I'm not a very big Jimmy Butler fan, but um, you, the the Heat are going all in, calling on basically 35 year old Kyle Lowry. They're gonna have him till he's 38, and then 31 year old Jimmy Butler. They're gonna have him till he's 35. Um, it's something they had to do, Con. Like, you got a pair. You got to get the Heat are trying to win a championship right now, Con. Um, Clearly. Does the acquisition of Kyle Lowry, you think, Colin, do you think he can get the Heat back to playing at the level they were in the bubble? Yeah, I mean, this is a really solid team with some pretty good depth right now. So you're looking at a starting five of Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Bam, and then... You know, you can kind of mix and match between Oladipo, Tyler Hero, P.J. Tucker. Morris. Morris, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of options there and guys that have played some pretty high-level basketball for a long time. Um, You know, 18 mil a year probably isn't as insane as as it was a couple years ago. I've said this on the podcast before, Noah, but... When LeBron went to the Heat the first time, the max you could make, like according to like the salary cap, now you could pay luxury tax and go over it, was 16 mil. That was 12 years ago. And now Duncan That's Robinson crazy. signing for 2 mil more than that. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, I love the contract, honestly. I think Duncan Robinson um, maybe could have got more con if the Heat would have let him actually become a restricted free agent and tested him on the market. Um, if he, if he would have gone through there, but they decided to get a deal done before that, and I think eighteen mil is very fair, Con. I think eighteen mil is what you pay around for a high end starter in the league at this end, at this point, and I think that's what Duncan Robinson is. High end starter or high end shooter? High end starter. Like I consider Miles like a higher end starter than like a TJ Warren, you know. And Miles is making okay. around nineteen mil a year. Okay. So, not, like, superstar, not all-star, no. but, like, that next level of, like, guys you want on your starting yeah. five. You're, like, fourth to sixth okay. best players. Okay. Yeah, I hear that. No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, the guy's wet from three. Um, one of the best shooters in the game right now. I mean, if not, like, the best shooter. I don't know. That's, that's kind of a dumb phrase that people use. It gets thrown around there a lot, but... One of the best in the game right now, just spot-up guys. So that pairs really well when you have a guy like Kyle Lowry to set this offense up because, uh, you know, face it, like, we liked Kendrick Nunn in Drogic. Drogic is good. 
But Kyle Lowry is definitely a, a tier or two or possibly three above those guys when it comes to setting up the offense, being a playmaker while also being a guy that can score. I, I don't envision him scoring much on this team, Noah. Like If he scores more than 16 points a game, I'll be pretty surprised. I mean, he's had the tendency in his career to do that and still be a very high-volume assist guy. And then you're looking at the rest of the team. We've got Jimmy, who plays phenomenal ISO, but also great team ball. Duncan, who can spot up. And he's one of the best interior players in the game and is quite young. He's only going up from here. And then you mix and match the talents that the rest of the guys have. I mean, I know you don't like him, but Victor Oladipo was an all-star player three years ago. Like, yeah. we're not that far ago. removed from it. Yeah, keyword, no, you're right. But if you can work through the injuries, figure it out, because this is a big year for him. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, Noah, would you like to quote to the audience about how much you offered Victor Oladipo and how much he's about to make this next year? He's probably going to make around a mid-level exception con, so anywhere from 5 to $9 million. And I believe the Pacers offered him a contract of 100 mil plus. So, you know, really dodged a bullet there. Um, I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I, I heard you guys were going to pay him 28 a year. Yeah. Uh, and now he... Uh, thank the gods. Yikes. Thank you. <laughs> Could you imagine sitting there right now and be like, man, two I'd... years ago somebody offered me $100 million and uh. I said no. And now I, I'm never going to see that kind of money again in my career. I maybe off myself. But hey, you. Uh, mental health is important. Please don't do that. Reach out to a loved one or a family member. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, yeah. Just anybody. All right. Um, well, thank you, you think... for that kind of word from our sponsor. <laughs> that was an act, by the way. We we planned that. Yeah. We paid to do that. Um. Do you think these off-season acquisitions, Colin? push the heat into that, you know, let's say the top tier of the East, you know, with the Celtics, or not with the Celtics, with the Nets and nah, with the Bucks. Than the Celtics. Yeah, with the Nets and the Bucks being the clear one and two in that conference con, do you think the Heat are going to be there yeah. competing for that third seed? I I have to add, so, and, you know, the 76ers are obviously a pretty big question mark at this point. I see no reason as to why they shouldn't. I still think that the Nets healthy are the clear favorite. Because the Nets healthy, yes. I just I yes. don't know how you hold up with that. Healthy like, Nets just, beat the Bucks like, in five. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So I can't that's where like I'm sitting here with all of this and I'm like, this is nice, but like how does it make you better than the Nets? And maybe it's a waiting game, you know, the what? they're Basically, they're giving themselves three years, the Heat are, more or less, to with, with kind of like these guys. Mm -hmm. So maybe the Nets fall apart at some point in that range, but you're looking at, you know, Kyle Lowry being 37. You know, we watched Chris Paul play at a very high caliber 37 this year, so obviously it can be done, but I, I say it puts them where the Bucks are. For sure, mm -hmm. I think. Mm. You know, yeah, I think the, that uh, yeah, for, defensively these, they're phenomenal. Yeah, for these next three to four years, the Heat are going to be a really good team, Con. But as long as the Nets stay together, I really don't see them 
being able to be a top two team in the East, I still think the Bucks are a better team due to just having Giannis. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going to be a rough transition for the Heat into the Bam Adebayo oh, era yeah. of them, Colin. Um, yeah. After after Jimmy and Kyle's contracts run out. Yeah, I mean, we can focus on that later. So here's what I'll say about the Heat. I think that the Heat can compete with probably anybody in the league because Jimmy and Bam are both elite defenders. Kyle Lowry holds his own, and then they have a really nice bench rotation of Tyler, PJ, Markeith Morris, um, and Vic. One of those guys is going to be the starter, but... You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that they're going to be able to run you thin. I think that it'll the offense will take a little while to figure out um, because it, it's a little less traditional than some of these other teams, just given the, the type of players that you have. But mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, like, it's not like it's yeah. a clear, like, this is, like, how we're going to run the offense. Yeah, I their offense is... Kind of have to figure out. Their offense doesn't really have a hierarchy at all, Con, um, compared to some yeah. other teams. Like, Jimmy Jimmy would be happy scoring, like, 15 a night, Con, in the Heat winning um, all their games yeah. where the, all the other guys are scoring their points. Um, I do have a... I do have a little... I do think it'll be scary when they're in close games and they need a guy to go out and get his own shot. Um, I still don't... I, Jimmy's a good ISO player, Colin, but do I trust him in the clutch when I need a three-pointer? No, not really. But, you know, that's what yeah, they got no. Kyle Lowry for. That's what they have Duncan Robinson for. Um, they're in for a good season, Colin. That battle for the third seed between the five or six teams that are all going to be competing for it is it's going to be really fun. Well, and let me say this. The Bucks weren't even a top-two seed in the East this year. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think, obviously, they deserve everything. They won the championship. Like, let's go. But it's not like the Bucks were a notch above the rest of the teams in the East this year, you know? Like, nobody was putting them in the con- like in the same tier as the Nets until they won it all, really, and beat the Nets. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right, Colin. I know you're foaming so at the just, mouth. Yeah, yeah I am. Let's oh, talk. Noah. Let's talk about the. No, no, no. Okay, so let me just. I, I'm just gonna run run you through kind of like my emotions as a fan. So I've won <laughs> in Lonzo Ball since, you know, the trade deadline last year. We watched so him improve. He's a three point shooter. He runs the offense so well. His basketball IQ is why he was drafted second, you know? Mm-hmm. When coming out of college, it was like, hey, this guy shoots like a goddamn moron. Yeah, we know, you know. But his basketball IQ, his abilities at the point guard position, phenomenal. And now he has the three-point shot, and he's not <laughs> using the Dren- trebuchet form to do it. Like, <laughs> let's go. 37% he shot last year, Colin, on eight attempts a game. Yeah. The notion yeah. that Lonzo yeah, Ball cannot shot shoot is gone. It's it's out the door. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, I, I mean, who knows? Like, that wasn't – he has consistently improved. I would take 38 a year from him, but, like, what if it got up to 40? You know? Mm-hmm. I'm Unless not attempts this year, I'm not it could easily happen. There. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you know he who else was shooting on the Pelicans? I mean, they got rid of JJ, right? Yeah, it was a lot of Bledsoe bricks. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, and so then that's the other thing. You look at he had a career high in points while playing with Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Eric Bledsoe. Him and Eric Bledsoe had the same role. Yeah. Like they were essentially running like two point guard offense. So like that's why his assist numbers were like way down. You know, he'd averaged seven the year before. This year he averaged five. It's because he wasn't always running the point. Like he was split in time. So now he's gonna work with Donovan, who know what people forget. That's the point guard whisperer. He hasn't <laughs> had a point guard. Like the only true point guard on the Bulls roster last year was Thomas Sadoransky. Mm-hmm. Ryan we tried to convert. Yeah. Uh no I'm I'm actually unfamiliar with that name um I don't <laughs> I don't remember him being on the Bulls so oh yeah that's uh, weird that's weird hopefully you're not listening Ryan <laughs> I just I mean, you know, do you remember my comment of why I don't like Ryan Archidiakno no <laughs> you asked me why do you, why do you hate Ryan Archidiakno so much I was like. Because if Ryan Archie Diakno is getting decent playing time, you just know you're a bad team. <laughs> Dude, I love Ryan Archie Diakno. But, like, the statement's very true. No, he. I mean, he's a top-tier free agent left still, honestly. The Lakers see him as their missing piece. What, what would you pay Ryan Archie Diakno off the boys right now? Oh, easy, 18. Off the books, Lakers, 10 mil. 90, for, 90 yeah. for 5. Okay. Duncan him and Robinson. Duncan are like a good comp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, speaking back Makes to Lonzo Khan, who signed for eighty-five four years, so you're getting for around twenty-one and 21 a half. Twenty-one and a half ish. That's yeah. that's fantastic value, Khan, and I love the amount of um, what's a good word? I love the amount of unpredictability he's going to bring to this Bulls offense, Khan. That they've desperately yeah. been needing for. Um, the last couple years that they've been trying to be competitive. Um, I'll go out on a limb right now, Colin, and say that Lonzo Ball and Zach Levine will have maybe the year's best alley-oop. I think Zach Levine's going to have a crazy dunk this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Just due to the amount oh, of sheer yeah. fast-break opportunities Lonzo will get for him. Um, that's what I think is the most valuable thing he's going to bring, Colin, is in transition and when the Bulls get stale, you know, Lonzo's that guy that's yeah. always looking to make the first play. He's unselfish, Colin which is a guy you want on a team with Vucevic and Zach Levine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then defensively, he's just a – I couldn't think of a better pairing with Zach Levine, Con, than Lonzo Ball, really. D- defensively? Maybe a Ben Simmons. But, like, Ben Simmons yeah. isn't – like, I think he's going to – I honestly think they're going to move him away from the point guard position. So. Um, we got to talk about your other boy, Con. Well, yeah, well two boys. my last point that I was in the middle of saying, Billy Donovan is the point guard whisperer. <laughs> is, he, is that his actual nickname? Have people called him the point guard whisperer? I'm calling him that. Why didn't he do it with campaign? Well, you know, campaign, like, think about it. Like, he whispered a lot to campaign. <laughs> and he then wasn't campaign, listening. Well, well, then he didn't the point guard whisperer until Chris Paul and Shea were there. And then he whispered to Chris Paul, and then Chris Paul went to Phoenix. Oh, okay. A little game Met up with campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, it was kind of like a... And then it got to him, you know? 
So, but he, I mean, my point being, we have a real point guard this year. I think that will work very That's well. Awesome. With Billy Donovan, if you haven't ordered your Lonzo was... Ball jersey already, Con, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I guess what am I doing then? Because I haven't done it. Will that be um, the most? Will that be the most worn jersey at IU this year, Con? A Lonzo Ball Bulls jersey? Nah, probably a Justin Fields Bears jersey. Let's be real. Oh, okay. Dude, walking around Chicago, I like. Are the Bulls I back? I see that Colin? jersey. The Bulls or the Bears? The Bulls. Bulls. We know the, the Bulls Bears are back. Are back. The, the yeah, no, we know the Bears are back. Clearly, no, they aren't. Um, because we. So, so this is kind of so. Then, yeah, let's get to the other half of it. Well, so we signed Caruso for four years, thirty-seven million. I don't really I, love it, but can I whatever, say my thoughts on that? You know, yeah. Um. So initially, Con, you know. The contract is a little bit shocking for a guy who averaged six and a half points last year on the Lakers yeah. con. Um, so the contract's clearly not ideal. You guys basically paid him what we paid TJ McConnell for. Um, yeah. When you look at it, it's not the it's not it's not awful value con when they know that Caruso is going to be their guy for the next four. If they truly believe in him, that contract might not look to be that bad. But fit-wise, I think it's awesome. I think Caruso plays very similar to Lonzo Ball, maybe just a little worse. But defensively, he's one of the best defensive guards in the league. Um, that's not an overstatement. He shot 40% from three mm-hmm. last year, Colin. Clearly on not many attempts. But I also don't like see him two, getting right? that many attempts this year. And yeah. when you're looking to build a bench, Colin, it always starts at your backup point guard and your backup center. Um, you can truly... Yeah. You can truly have a good bench in the NBA just by having a good pick-and-roll game between a guard and a center, and mm-hmm. you can really surround the rest of the floor with shooters. Um, so I think that's awesome. You locked in your point backup point guard for the future, and I think he's another great pairing with Zach Levine and Lonzo. Um, the Bulls in transition this year are just going to be awesome. They're going to be so fun to watch. And I don't think that contract come back, comes back to bite you in the ass, Colin. I, I, don't, I really don't. Yeah, so it it just it was kind of weird timing with it. Um, what I do think he does is just he's not he doesn't have like a glaring weakness in his game. Maybe you mm-hmm. can say he's a kind of a poor on ball defender sometimes, but I don't. Other I think than he's that, a, he's I mean, a really good team defender though, and he's the guy who like talks yeah. out there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's why I specifically said on ball, not yeah. team. Yeah, I well, I think he's a good on ball defender yeah, too. I like, I think that he can get like he can do the thing where like he can poke it out, but I also have seen him just get blown by. Not that people haven't like everybody gets blown by. I don't know. I've just I've watched him before in ISO situations, and it seems like in the playoffs. I'm specifically remembering the bubble teams targeting him. Which you know maybe he's improved. It's it's it is kind of tough to tell like those bench defenders like how good of defenders they are always unless they're glaringly bad or really good. Um, okay, Caruso. I we'll call it decent for now. I'd give it like a B minus. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I yeah. Give Lonzo A plus. Lonzo's an A. Lonzo's an A. We'll see if it's an A+. plus. It can obviously turn into an A+. Plus. I think it would be an uh, A if he was earning more money, honestly. But A-plus on $21.5 million for four years. That's such good value. Fair enough. 
Um, all right, and then the the real shocker, DeMar DeRozan. And this is one that is much more contentious. Because now we have our starting five pretty set. It's going to be Lonzo at the one, Zach at the two, DeRozan at the three, P-Will at the four probably, unless for whatever reason we keep Larry Markin, and I'm pretty sure we're trading him, and then Vucevic at the five. It's mm-hmm. a really talented starting five, Noah. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how it beats the Nets or the the Bucks, like those teams. I just I, I don't know how we do it in the seven game series. You know? Yes, but and that that's is... where I'm at with it. It's like sick, but like <laughs> uh, we're still like a step away from that. I don't. Um, I think this Demar. Damar and Lonzo coming here, Colin, I think have bigger implications um, for the future than what maybe he does for the team right now. Um, Damar's still a good player, Colin. You and I both thought that he could have been a potential all-star last year. That's how well oh, he was playing. Absolutely. Um, but it's part of it for me was just showing that Chicago is a free agent destination again and just getting the yeah. notion back that people want to come play here. Um, you know, you can say these moves don't put you past the, the Nets or whatever, Colin, but the other 29 teams in the league are also thinking that. You know, you're not competing just to beat the yeah. Nets. But um, I think the... I don't love that the Bulls had to give up a first to get DeRozan. Um, I realize you guys yeah. couldn't get him any other way other than through a sign-and-trade um, just because the salaries wouldn't have worked out. I was confused. I... So is that why? Because he was not an unrest—he was an unrestricted free agent, right? Yeah. So you sent back Thad Young, who was making fourteen million a year, and Alfred Aminu, who made yeah, who was ten, a year. ten or eleven. Um, with yeah. those two players on the roster, you straight up just wouldn't have been able to offer Demar Derozan this much money. Um, so you know, it's good you got him. And what the Bulls are trying to do here, Colin, after multiple years of missing the playoffs and, you know, tanking to get to the point where they are now. Yeah. I think consistency goes a long way here, Colin. I, I think if the Bulls were to get the fifth seed this year and, you know, win a couple playoff games, maybe even get out of the first round, that's a monumental success, Colin. Um, mm-hmm. It truly is. Oh, getting Getting back to the playoffs, being the fifth seed, that's awesome for this Bulls team. And all these moves, Colin, were made to secure Zach Levine – signing that contract extension, right? Yeah. And I think you Absolutely. as a Bulls fan, Colin, once he signs that contract extension, you know, it'll feel like you can just, like, take that deep sigh, you know? Um, you know yeah. you have the 100%. core of your team locked in for the next three to four years. And even with what they do next year, you know that at least they'll be coming back next year with relatively the same team. And yeah. they're going to hopefully grow year after year. And I think that's an awesome feeling for you and other Bulls fans. No, and I did. And so that's what I was kind of going to be my next point, is that in in myself reflecting of, like, the initial, like, I just, like, don't know if this gets us there. Other than, like, the Bucks this year and then going back when the Mavs won, every single team has been made by free agent signings. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. in order to do that, you have to be a team that people want to sign with, which is mm-hmm. your whole point. We have to show that we're competitive. We have to show off Zach Levine. 
that he is somebody that you can win with. We have to, you know, we can grow and build Lonzo. Um, honestly, what gets lost in all of this for me is the Vucevic stuff and how good he was mm-hmm. and still is. So, I mean, I look at that team and I see two guys who were in the All-Star game last year. A potential uh, Rosen, who, who you think Lonzo? Oh, no, you I think mean, last, yeah, DeMar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. DeMar definitely could have been. I mean, he's been an all-NBA player. And then one of the most exciting young guards in the game, Lonzo Fuck. Ball. I'm so mad you then, Lonzo. I love that. And then, we fucking like, been calling that for so long. Patrick Williams was the fourth pick last year for a reason. The <laughs> dude, Patrick Williams right now, you said this, right? Patrick Williams right now is younger than Kevin Garnett when Kevin Garnett started his career. Yeah. Yeah. You got a like, team, Colin. I'm excited for you. Like, what's up with it? I'm excited for you, Colin. I I think the Bulls have had the they maybe have had the best free agency so far, um, in terms of raw improvement and how many wins they'll have next year compared to this last year. Hopefully, um, were you looking? I know you signed Tony Bradley, Con, but I do still think this Bulls yeah. front court is kind of lacking behind Nikola Vucevic. Um, and yeah. that could be fixed. You know, I, th- I think Thad Young did a lot of good things for that Bulls team, Con. I do think yeah. the departure no. of him will be felt. No, absolutely. I mean, like, Bulls subreddit was big time, like, thank you, Thadjik Young, yeah. for what you've done for us. Because he definitely like, helped instill, like, a winning uh, that we ended up winning but a, a winning-esque culture into the team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of bummed. I mean, I don't know if he'd do it, but like, for whatever reason, the Spurs cut him. I'd love to come bring him back. Um, that's kind of a dickhead move. What do you think happens with Laurie at this point, Con? I know he's been rumored to the I think we have to trade Rose. him, right? Yeah, you can't... Well, like, we don't have to yeah. cap for him. So if no team offers him, him, if no team offers him, you actually get him on his bird's, bird rights... Which is like nine million a year for one year, um, so there is well, a world where he can come back that. on. But I also don't think a team just wouldn't. I don't want think we want him. I don't think he wants to play here. Yeah, that's a problem. Um, I've seen rumors to the Timberwolves. I think you said that for me for maybe another yeah, forward. Yeah, I, I said that too. Um, but yeah, I think the Bulls could have a perfect off season here, Colin, if they were to make a move for some front court depth help. Yeah. Maybe if you're the Timberwolves, would you take Laurie and Vucevic for Tat? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Laurie, Vucevic, and a second. No. It's the Lakers' second. I'm not giving you Cat. Uh, straight up. <laughs> for fucking Laurie and Vooch. Yeah, Vooch really fits in with the timeline. <laughs> Perfect. Um, were you Perfect. happy with the DeRozan contract, Colin? 85 for three years? Did you think that was a lot? Um, it, as it's relatively what he was my, making last year. So Yeah, as long as we can still pay Zach, I'm fine with it. Yeah. And I think from my understanding, we can. That's awesome. Like, this has all been done still with, like, the, the idea that Zach is going to get, like, a $30 million contract. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. Yeah, because Zach said he's like, I I don't want to take so much money that like we can't win, but they also look at what I did last year. Yeah, like also, I, I, I deserve more than nineteen bag. million dollars. Yeah, 
So and I'm like, yeah, no, and like pay the guy, absolutely yeah. pay the guy. He's a pure scorer. He's phenomenal. Like, let's go. All right. Well, that's like most of the show, just like the Bulls and the Heat. But we have <laughs> to talk about the Lakers. Dick. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. We have to talk about <laughs> the Lakers because they made like every single move ever. I think they just. I mean, the joke going around is that they signed the old home. Basically, um, they signed eight different players, Colin. I'm going to read off the name, Colin, and just give me your snap grade for that player signing yeah. to the Lakers, okay? Yeah. So they signed Kendrick Nunn, Colin, to a two-year, $10 million contract. A minus. Yeah, I think I think that's an awesome pickup for them. Um, yeah. He definitely could have got paid more elsewhere, but he decided to take a pay cut to come play with LeBron and the Lakers. Um, yeah. I think he could be really valuable for them, Con. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, maybe an A minus, A minus to like an A somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's I, I don't, good. I don't want to call it an A. Yeah, it's an A is kind of hard. It's an A minus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they signed Malik Monk Con to a TBD contract, so we don't actually know the value of the contract. Yeah. I mean, I just assume grading. it's a vet min. Uh, I'll, I'll go yeah. beyond that. I mean, Malik Monk's like a, a good enough role player. Yeah, he was having a pretty. I should play on this team. Yeah, he was having a promising second half of that season, Colin. Um, yeah, he could come in here and be. He could be a lethal threat for the Lakers if um, he yeah. can find his groove again. Um, they're signing yeah. Carmelo Con- Carmelo Anthony Colin called it right. to a vet min two point six. I'm gonna give two grades on this pick because I have no fucking clue what will happen. All right, Carmelo Anthony could be an A minus for this team. Carmelo Anthony could also be an after this team. Like you could just yes. He, yes. he could like take <laughs> try to take fifteen shots a game. And you know, he actually he had some really solid efficiency numbers last year on the Blazers. I think he's like definitely and like he had he had a really cool message to the Blazers where he was like, Thank you, like for everything Portland for like accepting me. He was like, These two years are like arguably like the most important years in my basketball career. He's like he was done. Yeah. Like remember that? Like he was straight up done. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted him, and now you know he's shown, you know, despite some flashes, because he definitely had some moments where like the clock was winding down, and the Blazers like, hey, we've got Dame Lillard, and Melo was like, I'm calling my number. You also have and... Melo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me take this mid range turnaround. <laughs> Yeah, so like if if that starts to creep in, not good. If like he can come in with the second unit, tear it up, put up like twelve, fourteen a game, shoot forty percent from three, like that that's an A right there. Even like I'll give it an A plus if he can do that, A plus with Melo. But you know, if the other guy starts to mm-hmm. creep in, so I th- I think it'll end up being I think it'll be around like a B plus. Here's a take, Colin. If Carmelo yeah. shoots forty percent from three, Lakers are winning the championship. Well, how many shots from three is Melo taking? If he's taking two, probably not. If he's taking nine, yeah. I don't care. Attempts don't matter. All right, that's if your, he shoots above forty percent, the Lakers win the championship. And what happens if he doesn't? You can pants me in public. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. If he shoots forty percent and they don't win the championship, I get to pants you. Okay. Okay. Deal. All right. All right. Um. So the next All signing right. con, 
I'm just gonna group all of these. Um, no, just give me one guy specifically that I would like to give a grade on. Okay, and you so, know who it is. Trevor Reza for two point six gone vet man. It's like C. Yeah, yeah he I can barely fucking he's walk. play much. Yeah. Um, Wayne Ellington. They a might plus. put they might put a Trevor plus. Reza on like in cryotherapy until the playoffs start. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, like dude, do you know how many teams Trevor Reza has played on now? I think not. like different like times he's left, like left and gone back. Like he's yeah. I think he's like moved teams like fourteen. Jesus Christ. The record for like um, individual teams franchises played for in a single career con is 12. And Jeff Green tied that with signing with the Nuggets. So he's totally about to break that next year. Yeah, but yeah, he's definitely going like, to trade at the deadline. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah, Wayne Ellington for 2.6 con. Yeah. That's an A. That's Easy awesome. A. That's, yeah. The Duke. That's awesome. They needed shooters. He is a shooter. Like, that yeah. is why he's going to be there. Um, Dwight Howard, 2.6 con. He's coming back and, like, for the third nice, time. Nice to have a backup center, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> nice to have a backup center. I mean, uh, B, B. B nice. And then Kent Blazemore for 2.4 con. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, like... Didn't know Kent Bazemore was like really still playing. I gotta like actually like, look up his stuff. I like Kent Bazemore. What did he do last year? He was on the Warriors. He put up seven on the Warriors. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I I don't think I don't think Kent, Kent Bazemore's gonna see much time. I mean, if he only saw twenty minutes a game on that Warriors team, I have to imagine he's not seeing much time on this Lakers. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He probably won't play D, very much. C C minus D plus. <laughs> and then the, it, pretty inconsequential. The last business that the Lakers have made up to date was re-signing Taylor Horton Tucker to an extension con three years, thirty-two million. Yeah. So here's my question: Other than LeBron calling Taylor Horton Tucker like the greatest talent that he's seen at somebody his age, like. Do we really like what do we see in this guy long term? No, I actually I actually like Taylor Horton Tucker a lot, Colin. Um just his wingspan alone is something What? Fair enough. Yeah, I think just his wingspan alone is something to be exciting about, but um just from the flashes he's shown of last season and the season before, Colin, he is a ball player, he can play, and I think he's kind of quite an important piece to this Lakers team, Con, um, and he's going to be a starter this year. For real, for real. So, we're going to see if he's worth the money. Okay, well then my question is, your starting lineup then is Russ, Taylor Horton Tucker, Mello starting. LeBron, Straight up. Mello's starting? Yeah, did it for the Blazers. You like Melo starting on this day, okay? I mean, who and, else do you want to start? You could you could start Talon Horton Tucker at the three and play like Kendrick Nunn or Malik Monk, but I think I'd rather have Carmelo starting yeah. at least. Okay, so then so then Melo your only shooter on the floor. I mean, AD and LeBron can obviously step out, but like your starting shooting guard shot twenty eight percent from three last year. Yeah, um, I mean it's clearly not and fucking ideal. I'll tell you that. Shoot. 
Um, yeah, I well, think that's be... saying, like, why wouldn't you start a guy like Wayne Ellington? Like that to me just like makes so much sense. Just be like Wayne, stay in the corner. Everybody's gonna forget about you. Make your open shots. Is that not the same argument for starting Carmelo? I mean, like, <laughs> yes. Okay, here's my th- with no because with Wayne, like he's a career like. Hey, this guy has routinely proven that he is a spot up three point shooter. He's coming off of a forty two percent season, and granted, he's been very volatile throughout his career. But like, what mellow? I mean, Mello's no- early numbers are skewed because of the sheer amount of attempts he's taking. I think last year's numbers are similar to what he would be making this year. Okay, but Wayne's attempts are, are way higher. Like what? Mello took four and a half last year. Actually, they took literally the same. Oh, no. The pitch just didn't reload really right. Like, Wayne took 60, six shots a game. I mean, I'm not saying they shouldn't start Wayne Ellington, but I think whatever argument you're making for Wayne Ellington could also be made for Carmelo Anthony. All right. I mean, fair enough. I'm like, obviously, you know. Well, I guess my argument was less about Carmelo Anthony and more about Taylor Horton. Because then I think that you need ta- I think THT brings a... I think his defense is the most valuable thing he's bringing out there, especially with a team that has Russ and LeBron on it who certainly aren't always trying the hardest on defense. And I think Taylor Horton Tucker has the defensive ability that just almost about any other player other than AD does not have on this team. All right. I mean, I just I question. It's like I don't think offense. I don't think offense in the starting lineup is the biggest thing you need when you have AD, Russ, and LeBron. I really don't see that many possessions that end in a game with someone else taking a shot um, while those three are on the floor. Fair enough. But and I, I also I think still, the Lakers are going to be... need spot-up shooters. All yeah. right, all right. Carmelo yeah. shot 40% last year. On, like, three attempts. You don't. You think he's going to be shooting that much more on the Lakers, really? All right. That, okay. No, my, my question isn't a percentage. I'm saying he's only going to take three attempts a game. So what, that's four and a half points a game? Well, three times three. But he shot four and a half last year. Well, you said four points. Well. Okay, yeah, I guess that does make sense. All okay. right, whatever, 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 Dude, whatever. I, I don't even know what your point we you're trying to make anymore. The Lakers are my good. Point is They're going to win the championship. My Maybe. point is Probably that not. I don't understand starting THT. Like that just defense. Defense. To me. Straight up defense and effort. All right, all right. Then I just I'm, I feel like we are going to watch this starting lineup struggle against teams like the Bucks, teams like the Heat that have the Jazz potentially, teams that have a really solid interior defender, can play good team defense and can't just be slashed up at the rim. I don't know. Maybe they can do it. Maybe they can do it. I mean, well, these they also guys have all generational talents. And Anthony Davis. They, okay, but like, you know, that we won play them this a game every year. 
We and true, true, but we play this game every year. LeBron, like for the second time in three years now, missed some real time. You know, obviously Tom Brady's forty three and still winning rings. I'm not discounting that, but like, it's not like LeBron can just alone will a team to win anymore. Maybe in a single game, but if he could do that, you know, we probably wouldn't be talking about like Suns and four. So, do you think this Lakers team isn't the first seed in the West, Con? I think they should be. You know, especially if Kawhi is going to be out. But, I mean, like, the Nuggets and the Jazz are the epitome of regular season teams. Like, those guys are going to go out there and, and, and dog it every single night. Get out yeah, there because they got whatever. something to prove. we got to talk about the Knicks, but I think AD's in for a career year this year, honestly. I think he's about to absolutely go off. he's going to be healthy? All right, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, dude, you know, last, season was so, Davis, last season was Anthony, so fucked. Yes. They barely even had an off season. Anthony Davis should be a borderline top five player in the league. Like, he wasn't last year because he didn't play. But, like, if he's healthy, he is, like, in the conversation for top five. Like, let's be honest. The Lakers and the Heat got boned on their off season. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we don't got much time. We don't got much time left, but we got to talk about the New York Knickerbockers. Um, this was a team. I think. Run through it quick. I think people were expecting this team to, you know, make some giant splashes, Colin, because they had so much cap. But, um, I kind of think about the Knicks the same way I was talking about the Bulls, Colin, and their franchise that would just love a consistent couple seasons. Um, and we kind of saw that in Mm -hmm. their signings that they made. They brought back D Rose, three years, forty three. They brought back Nerlens Noel, three years, 32, which I'm not that big of a fan of. And they brought back Alec Burks, three years for 30, which I'm actually a fan of. And then we saw them sign Evan Fournier, Colin, to a four-year, $78 million contract. Um, Yikes. Certainly a fatty. <laughs> yeah, for a guy of that caliber. Uh, and then more importantly, they're bringing in Kemba Walker. A uh, contract is TBD. Because uh, I think he's still in the process of being bought out by the Thunder, but that's really the important piece here. Now, do you like the Knicks now more with Kemba than without Kemba, essentially, and the addition yeah. of Evan Fournier? Oh, I mean, I think Kemba was the main thing here. Um, we the Knicks yeah. were truly lacking just a shot maker, and they went out and signed two of those, Colin. Um, Evan Fournier's a shot maker. That's what they got him for. And Kemba's a shot creator. Mm-hmm. Um, two of the biggest things they were lacking in last year's playoffs when they would just go minutes without being able to score because Julius Randle was trying to do it all for the Knicks. And I'm fine with what the moves they made, Con. They are a franchise. They need to just be consistent. They should be consistently making the playoffs mm-hmm. with this roster, I believe. And they didn't nix up this offseason, if you know what I mean, Con. They had all this money. They could have went and signed Vic Oladipo yeah. to, like, a $25 million yeah. contract, you know? And they didn't do that, so no, absolutely. good for them. Yeah. It's kind of weird because, you know, like, one of the reasons, like, the Knicks have been one of my least favorite teams in the NBA always is because the fans are so goddamn annoying. Oh, Katie but, and like, Kyrie, they're like, both coming to the Knicks, Yeah, exactly. Baby. Oh, Zion. Oh, we're going to get Zion New York's back. Like, like, I didn't see much, like, Knicks rumors at all this year. And, like, this yeah. kind of, like... They're kind right? of quiet. Like, this, 
Yeah, they were quiet. Like, this is kind of like the year it was like, oh, you guys were, like, decent last year. Like, let's see who you get. So, I don't know. In- interesting. interesting. I can't believe they're, Kemba they're, they're got bought out. It. Yeah, I I'm surprised. I was totally thinking that they were going to let him play, like, him. half a season at least, you know? Show yeah, that it's I mean, healthy. I guess, like... But maybe I mean, the Thunder knows something we know. they're, like, extra committed to SGA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't waste another year making SGA play with an, a point guard that's not going to be there the next yeah, year. Yeah, just, like, boneheads. Um, yeah. Before we end the podcast, um, All right, Tom, real quick. Let me say this. Let me yeah, say what this. You, what Pacers say? brought the boy back. TJ McConnell, let's go, baby. That's all yeah. that matters. All right, uh, real quick. Like, no, there's just a couple big things that happened. John Collins resigned for five years, 125. I know we talked. Good deal. Great deal. Two, good deal. You <laughs> 25 like that? mil? Let's go. No, five years, 125. John Collins. Yeah. That's 25 mil a year. You, you like 25? Okay. Okay. Yeah, we were talking yeah, at the see. end of the other podcast. What do you think the ideal oh, contract would be? Oh, four? Yeah. I thought we said... Oh, uh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we said four for 100. Yeah, yeah. okay, so it's the, the same money. Yeah, yeah, And you get it for next year. Yeah, I think okay. that's awesome. Getting um, it for anything less than 30, dub. Yeah. The Nets brought in Patty Mills on a dub. 12 mil two-year. Yeah, big, big dub. dub, right? Big yeah, dub. That is pretty massive. Uh, the Cavs and Jared Allen do a $100 million contract big over dub. five years. Big dub. Uh, the Maps like were surprisingly quiet. They re-signed Tim Hardaway to a $73 million deal and then brought in Reggie Bullock for 30 mil over three years. Yeah, it's fine. I like it. Um, I think they're going to run a lot of Chris Stapps at the five, truly. Yeah. So I think Reggie Bullock will be a starter for them. But, you know, it's fine. They had money. Who cares? They bring them back yeah. to the same team. Trade Chris Stapps. I, there's um, there's rumors, Colin, that when Goran Dragic gets traded to the Raptors, they're either going to they're probably going to buy him out, and he wants to link up with Luka in Dallas, and I think that's awesome. Oh, that'd be huge. <laughs> that'd be huge. Uh, the 76ers are bringing Andre Drummond in on a vet man. Big L for Andre Drummond. <laughs> yeah. Vet right. man. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. We got to end things, Colin. Um, that was our free agency recap episode so far. Um, thank you, Rishon boys. Rishon Holmes resigned for four years, $55 million. million. He deserved way more. Dub. He deserved Big way dub. more, way Big more. Dub. He deserved so much more. I love Kings. You. I love Kings you, are Rashad. so lucky. But thanks, boys, for listening to another episode of Bench Chatter, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Yeah.